1: Now, the world's leading fashion magazine, Vogue, will soon be trying to convince its readers to wear their clothes for longer and buy more sustainable fashion as part of a new climate policy adopted by their publisher. Uh, this seems like common sense. Let me speak to a lady who's always got her eye on fashion, Kathy Martin. <coughs> Kathy, good morning.
0: Good
1: morning, Frank. Uh, Kathy, for years now, people have been mad keen to buy, to wear, and to dispose of what they've they've bought. They've got to catch themselves on, don't they?
0: Absolutely. I mean, fast fashion's been around really in its full intensity in the last ten years, I suppose, and that's because manufacturing um, processes became easier, quicker, faster. Um, and we were using cheap labor, um, and we were um, in in lots of developing countries. Um, and we were um, bringing it back into the country here, and with all sorts of tariffs um, and tax uh, breaks, it was come. It was pretty pretty cheap to to make clothes. And you know, you think you go into some high street stores and you can get, you know, a top or a pair of jeans or whatever for a fiver. I mean, someone's got to pay for that.
1: Now you're very much part of Belfast Fashion Week. You've been a leading light in fashion for uh, maybe maybe more years, than you can't remember, Kathy. But the reality is the reality is um you've you've been highlighting this via Belfast Fashion Week, putting the focus on sustainable fashion.
0: Absolutely. So we're about to hit season 29 on Fashion Week. I've been doing it for a very long time. But previous to that, I worked in the Irish linen industry. So I'm very well aware of the production techniques involved in, you know, getting flax fiber right through to creating Threads and then having that fun and woven into fabric, and then you know, even that and linen is a very sustainable fabric, even that requires loads of water, loads of machinery, and everything else. But so, what I was trying to say there is that I've got a really good understanding of how fabrics are made now. Um, the the producers in Ireland, um, both north and south, and across GB, um, are are ruled by certain regulations which mean they can't be super pollutant but the same rules do not apply in every country so the earth is being polluted crazily by textile manufacturers and clothing manufacturers so there are ethics around the the people that they employ but I think more so it's about the environmental damage that's being done by the clothing um, producers and then once we've produced all of these clothes because there are so many clothes produced um, and it's sold then on a fast fashion basis cheaply around the world everywhere then all of these clothes a lot of people these days especially in the West um, have the attitude that they wear things once or maybe twice and then they just dispose of things and they have this throwaway attitude to fashion. And not just fashion, but even things like electrical goods, things for the home. And it just makes a really wasteful way to live, and which is very damaging for the earth and it's also very damaging for future generations. It's just not on and we need to wise up.
1: So we have pop stars who are now saying they're not going to travel the world to play gigs because of their carbon footprint. We have leading fashion magazines like Vogue saying we've got to wear our clothes for longer and get more more out of them. This is bound to be good news for the, the, the second hand shop that I would traditionally call it, but the rarely used items that, are, that seem to be pretty fashionable anyway.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people, if they do, you know, the good thing is, if you've been guilty, like I have, and I'm I'm standing here holding my hands up, I've been really guilty of buying far too many clothes. Um, and, you know, if you have done that, the, the good thing to do or to offset that imbalance is to, you know, resell your clothes or donate them to charity or swap them with other people or, you know, um, or have them mended. There are lots of, of alterations and um, businesses around, um, you know, have them altered so that they give you a completely different look. You know, we've got to get back to that make to and man's mentality of the war era where, you know, we, we take what we've got. And we use it. And you can still be super fashionable with something which is remodeled or something which used to belong to your friend or something which you picked up in a second-hand store. And, of course, we've loads of charity shops. And, again, supporting the charity shops is also supporting the charity. But there are other second-hand options too. I mean, obviously, there's eBay, which most people know about. But there are a million and one, even designer-level stores, like Hardly Ever Worn It, uh, Bestiaire Collective, etc., etc. And now what I'm seeing emerging is a bigger influx of rental websites where people can rent their clothes out. So they might buy a designer bag or a designer dress and they can use rental websites um, to uh, rent out their clothes and make money off them. Um, But also you know, then the we'll get the wear out of them collectively, if not individually.
1: And finally, Cathy, will this have an impact or will it have an effect on the fashion industry, the multi-million pound fashion industry, if people literally are buying less?
0: Absolutely. Of course it's going to affect them. And, you know, a lot of people here are involved in and work in retail. So I'm very well aware that in kind of encouraging people to buy less new stuff, that potentially could affect people's livelihoods. But, you know, we've got to think long-term. We've got to think about the damage done to the planet. Um, I mean, people don't even realise that there is a plastic... Basically, there's a plastic island um, almost the size of Texas floating around the Pacific Ocean. And that's from plastic waste and other waste, which um, we as human beings collectively... And it might not necessarily come from Ireland, but, you know, um, there is a lot of pollution which we produce here too. But, you know... It's it's unfathomable to think about the size of that plastic island floating around the Pacific Ocean, which, you know, is is a collective result of our our mass consumption. So um, I just think we have to think about, you know, I want my daughter to breathe clean air in 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. Um, I want my daughter to be able to drink clean water and that's not been kind of purified using loads and loads of chemicals. Um, you know, and I think other people need to think slightly more long term. We're very immediate with our wants and needs these days. And things like and Instagram, for example, encourages people to only wear stuff once. Um, but I really want to get around this and I really want to normalize, really normalize wearing things, um, you know, more than once and getting really good proper wear out of them.
1: Absolutely. Kathy, thank you very much indeed. Kathy Martin from Belfast uh, Fashion Week and someone who's uh, writing about fashion and broadcasting about fashion on a a regular basis. Uh, You know, these are the words that we need to hear from uh, people who are in the industry, same as we need to take some guidance from those pop stars who are prepared to restrict their their travel. We all have to do a little and maybe that'll filter through to other parts of the world where very little is actually being done. And instead of criticizing a princess who appears, or a duchess who appears in a magazine wearing a a jacket for the second time, saying, oh my goodness, she wore that three months ago. Praise her for wearing it a second time. And as for your own gear, my gear, your gear, let's get more use out of it, as opposed to forever being a consumer and just slowly strangling this one planet that we have. I know I'm starting to sound like Greta now, but I have been listening to some of the things she's been saying, and, you know, we do. We do have to listen.